Hello and welcome to the 30th episode of the third season of Plebs on Footy Podcast. I'm your host, Roy Kane, and as always, I'm joined by Scott Fotheringham. Should we be calling it episode 30? It's part two of episode 29, you flop. No, it's it's episode 30, bracket, part two of the trade pod extravaganza. Oh, you're just trying to get our numbers up, you absolute... Yeah, I want, to do our, I want to do our special 100th episode a bit earlier next season than, uh, than otherwise would happen. Do you know when we're set for 100 episodes? I've not remotely done the math. We've done about 30 a season. Yeah, so we're on. We're in the nineties, I think. Okay, well, it's, you're just trying to rush into it. This is episode twenty-nine, part two. You idiot, Scott. I'm the you one that's. So cheap. I'm the one that's going to upload this. I'm the one that's going to get to name it. So don't you stand well, stamping on I'll my toes. Take over. No, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you're more. You're more than welcome to. It's a pain in the ass sometimes. We're joined again by. Poochie and he didn't leave in the last thirty seconds. No, he did not. He, uh, he's a good man. Didn't even... right. I know he did do a little bit of dancing. Yeah, he did. He did. He's uh, he's changed his attitude. Picked and up his energy. if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, listen to the first pod, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as we were doing in the last pod, we will be rating every team's uh, trade periods and then having a couple of segments thrown in as well. So we're starting with Geelong, mm. back where we left off. Uh, they brought in Luke Dalhouse. Nathan Kruger, Gary Rowan, and a couple of nothing picks. They lost Lincoln, Lincoln McCarthy, George Holland Smith, and Jackson Thurlow. They, there's not much going on here. They added a couple of best 22 players for absolutely nothing. So I gave them an 8 out of 10. Okay, yes. So you were pretty positive as well. I gave them a 7. I just, I really like the Dalhouse get. I really yeah. rate it. A, I rate Dalhouse. I think he's a good player. If he gets he, back anywhere near his best, he's a great pickup. And he, he's massive for them. Like they, they have such horrendous forward pressure mm. issues. That's been their problem for years. Dalhouse, that's, that's where he builds his game off. That, that's, that is the starting point with Luke Dalhouse. He brings that pressure and then he gets all the yeah. other stuff going off the back of that. that that'd be massive for them bringing him in. Yeah, and at worst, he's a league average player. And their problem is that their worst players are nowhere near league average. They're, they're the George Parsons of the world. They're, they're yeah, abs- yeah. That's not his name, James Parsons. I was giving the name of our friend's yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, James Parsons. Like, he's absolute rubbish. He gets, he gets games at that club. And replacing that with Luke Dahlhaus really lifts their floor and should make them a more consistent side because they are inconsistent. That's what's their problem. I'm not so confident on Gary Rowan. I I just I haven't rated Gary Rowan for a long he's time. He's worth a flyer and to be honest, he's gonna play as like their second key forward and he's better than what they've been throwing out there for a while. He's a funny one. He's someone who I've he's, never thought he's been that good, but Sydney just seemed to have always rated him far above like what how he has yeah. performed. They they've always been so excited about him and now he's gone and another team had him but didn't get much for him. I don't um, know. I still remember the time he absolutely destroyed North Melbourne in a preliminary final, so that scares me. If he plays anywhere like that consistently, did he? Just insane. Yeah, he was like best on ground in the uh, the prelim I've we seen lost him to play Sydney. Very few good games. I've seen him do good things, mm. but actual good games. He hasn't yeah, that's true. Up. That's true. So I'm not sure. On him, but, but I think he's going to be best twenty-two. They didn't give up anything for him, and again, he's yeah. better than James Parsons. They, like, yeah. That's what he's replacing. They've, they've got a lot of free hits. Like they haven't given up anything, and they've brought in Dalhouse, who should make a difference to them, and Rowan, who maybe could. Yeah, and if you get any value from a free hit, I rate that really highly as a net positive. Like they, their cost has been nothing, and yeah. that is yeah. that is incredibly good business. Yeah. And for the first time in a while, they're going to keep their draft pick, which is a positive again. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're addressing both sides of the coin. There, they're an old list that needs to refresh. But they're also got to try and make something of what they've got before. 
all their stars retire. And this addresses both of those, and I think it's a really well put together trade period. Yeah, yeah they've done well. They've well, done well. The, the big question is, what about uh, holding on to Tim Kelly? Yeah, that was actually something we should have addressed off the top of yeah, I mean, Not really. There was no, no trade happening. That's true, but holding him, I think, was the right decision. Oh. They're still able to trade him next year. And if they weren't going to get the value that they thought they should, what's the harm? It's funny. From, from, a, from a team perspective, like obviously they're better off with him than, than without him. Yeah. Um, there has been a little bit going around, though, that they didn't do the right thing. Like this is someone who I don't know. It's just the it's the way that the football world is going at the moment. When someone wants to go home, they have personal issues. You just you just let them go. You get the best thing you can, and you let them go. Geelong kind of somewhat negotiated, but you could tell the whole way through everything you heard was Geelong alike. Yeah, they you weren't ever someone, really serious, no, were like, they? I, they they had to be like give an offer they can't refuse. Yeah. To, for them to go with it. And I think they got they got offered like I think it was pick twenty and twenty two or something. And a future second. That's that's a pretty good deal. I th- that, that that they sh- they probably should have taken. It. Yeah, but one, I don't think they have the list spots for that to really work. And two, I don't think <coughs> Kelly is a sure thing. You know what you've gotten, and you know. But for a year. Yeah, but you're still gonna. He can't walk next is year he anyway. Give him a premiership next year. He's costing 150 grand a year. For to get an equivalent player, they'd have to pay at least four or five times that much. They're not going to be able to source that in this period. And as I said, their best players are all really old. You may as well. You still got the opportunity oh, to trade him next no, year. No, and I, also, I can we can we not act like children are a personal issue? Like what? what like these mean? these personal issues got kids. You get yeah. a support network at a football club. He's not alone. Oh come on, Banjo! You this is his first year. He nominated for the kids. Of course, that's a person. He issue. nominated for the draft after they were all born. What the hell did he expect was going to happen? Yeah, well, okay, well that's that's true. That that's true. But he you don't get a whinge and go home finish. when you're refusing to go to Frio as well. He, Speaking he, of people that acted appallingly, go. throwing back to our last podcast again, his manager sucks. He needs a new manager. Do you hear what he said about Frio? Yeah. Like, that's just appalling. Yeah, he shouldn't have said that. <laughs> what did he say? He said, I have players in Frio and I wouldn't let any of my players go there. Yeah, it's like just, that. he's, that's appalling. Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely shouldn't have said that. But you, and you're if being it, a little bit. If hard. it was about going home, he would have gone to Frio. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, yeah, arguably. It was about arguably. going home to a club where he'd get paid more immediately and be a chance to win a flag. Oh, I don't think that's the case. I think it would predominantly be going to Perth. And he wants to go to West Coast, so he's thinking, oh, maybe I'll, I'll get there next year. But it's just the way that the world is at the moment. Everyone's just, they, they're allowed to go where they want to go when they have personal issues. And Geelong were the one team who kind of bucked the trend. I think it's ridiculous. I think West Coast also wanted to draft him last year, which is why they did all their trades to get the picks in the 20s, and Geelong jumped in. And you know the problem with the draft? You don't get to pick a player after they're already gone. You can't assume that. They had three picks before he was picked up. Like, none of this matters. Like, they're just not an excuse. But yeah. that's, that, that'd be his explanation of why he wanted to go to West Coast over Fremantle. But that's not a good enough excuse, saying I thought I was going to get drafted there. Yeah, like he, he, he probably should have done that. I'm happy to go to Frio as well if they offer something. But yeah, if he wanted to go home, that's what he would have done. Yeah. But he wanted I to go home and it was a have my cake and eat it too or whatever the saying is. But anyway, let's move on. Enough of Tim Kelly. Next up, we've got the Gold Coast. <sighs> God, <laughs> this, is, this is an ordeal. Okay, hold on for two horses. <laughs> 
Their ins were Corey Ellis, Anthony Miles, George Hall and Smith, Jack Homsch, pick 3, 6, 24, 79, a 2019 first round pick, a 2019 third round pick, and another 2019 third round pick. Their outs were Tom Lynch, Stephen May, Cade Collajasny, Aaron Hall, Jack Scrimshaw, picks 19, 32, 41, 44, 59, 68, 77, a 2019 second round pick, a 2019 third round pick, another 2019 third round pick, a 2019 fourth round pick, and another 2019 fourth round pick. Now justify yourself. You've given them a 5 out of 10. How the hell are Gold Coast a 5 out of 10? It's been an absolute disaster. They've lost their entire team, mate. They've lost eight of their top ten from the best and fairest a few years ago. It's a disaster. Okay, I'm going to make a couple of points. One, <laughs> they, you were already saying they were the worst list in the competition. If they're, worse. if they're in the same position of being the worst team in the competition, is that not a neutral outcome? <laughs> no, because they've got... More comfortably the worst list in the competition. So they got a good deal for Tom Lynch. Pick three is inch. Stephen May and Kyle Why is pick three a good deal? Firstly, it wasn't a deal. Like they just, no, but like they that, just that's a good time. return. So he's worth more than pick three. Tom Lynch. Barely. He's worth two first rounders without hesitation. But, you know, I said that about Hogan. Yeah, but he's, he's <laughs> worth two first rounders that are like 10 and 12 or something. He's if, not worth two pick threes. If they were trading him, I reckon they would have got more. No, they wouldn't have. No, Not well, going to Richmond. And as you said, teams get to players get to nominate we, where they'll we got go. Five and a second rounder for Hogan, and I was like kind of disappointed with. He actually got six and a second okay, rounder. Whatever, three on its own. They would have got more than that. I don't three think on its do. own is very similar value. But anyway, they got. Not a great deal for May and. No, uh, they got a terrible deal. Wasn't for a May terrible deal. They oh, still got the headline. Them in that deal. They absolutely swindled Brisbane. They added their first round pick, which could be a top ten pick. Oh, yeah, all right. And all they've lost. And to be fair, they lost the Aaron Hall all trade. All they've lost. But like, you can't start any sense to all they've <laughs> lost. They lost both of their captains and a bunch of other pretty good players. Oh, well, hold on. Okay, Scrimshaw, Collar Jasney. <laughs> And a player that was dropped four times, but it'll be all Australian yeah, next year. Yeah. But like, come on, banjo. They've reset. They had to start again, and they've done it. Like that—that's oh, all that mattered. They've got the best draft hand they've had since they were founded, and they just had to reset. There's still a decent amount of youth there. There's still enough positivity going forward. No, there it's isn't. at the youth at the youth level. There is. No, they are, there's no. There's no experience. They, they, they are Linden. They, they are, are not Linden. They've reset. They're at the start. They're at ground zero again, but they've got a great hand to build from that. Rebuilding rebuild, rebuilds of rebuilds doesn't work very well. I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a big struggle. And this is, this, is, this is more dramatic than we've ever seen. They are in a lot of trouble, and this was not a but, So think about it. Tom Lynch didn't play at all this year. Carla Jasny didn't play at all this year. Aaron Hall didn't play at all this year. Jack Scrimshaw didn't play at all this year. And the players they've brought in are going to lift their immediate performance. Yeah, of course you would have liked them to, but they're going to be immediately better than they were last year. I quite like Miles. I think that's the sort of player which they need. I think that's a good get. Outside of that, they're all just very average. They all are just very average, but isn't that what the Gold Coast need? Yeah. I mean, it's all they can get. Yeah, that's fair. But their immediate performance could quite possibly be better with those additions because they didn't get anything out of the guys they lost. And they got a bucket load of really good picks that could also add something and will add something going forward. I don't think they've done well. I just don't think they've done terribly. (sighs) 
they've done terribly. I've given them a two. I, it's an absolute disaster. But let, let, let's move on to the other expansion team. Yeah, GWS, there is slightly less complicated, but not, not the easiest thing in the world anyway. Uh, they brought in picks 9, 11, 19, uh, and a future first from Essendon, and a uh, future second and fourth. They lost Lobb, Scully, Setterfield, Shield, 14, and a bunch of other picks. Ah, uh, this is the... Rome has fallen. I'm, all, I'm almost as upset about your 4 out of 10 for this as your 5 out of 10 for the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is nearly as bad as the Big Gold Coast. treating. They've lost like four of their best you're players just ignoring, very little. You're just ignoring what they brought in. You're just ignoring it. What have they brought in? Like a bucket load of first round picks. Oh, that matters. Oh. Mate, they, you you are actually treating draft picks as worthless, and that's a ridiculous they're, approach they're, they're to take. Not worthless, but like you would much prefer, and a team in a position that goal the GWS are in, which potentially they have a very good list. You'd be gutted to lose some very good players and kind of starting again. They've like, lost one player who's going to affect them next year, and that's Shield. Oh, badly affect. Well, come on. He's not going to badly they, affect they, them. They, got, they lost Scully for nothing. Yeah, and they he didn't play last he's year. He's a star. He's a star. I agree. For nothing. And he's not going to. Uh, and he didn't play at all last year. They're going to get more improvement from Toronto. They'd still prefer to have him on their list than not, just because he was injured. That's just unlucky. Yeah, but they got for the other. They got a the better end of the Shield deal than they. Would have if the trade was balanced. They got a good deal with Lob, and they got a good deal with Setterfield for what his output has been. What did they get for Lob? Oh, they got a pick, a first round pick upgrade, and future stuff that they turned into nineteen. No, this has not been a good trade. Period it's been. I don't think it's been a good trade period. I gave them a four out of ten. It's they, just not doom and gloom. Will, I believe off the back of this trade period, they will go badly backwards. This is not their worst trade I period. There will be a significant so, you, do you think they'll miss the eight? Yes. I, I yes, think I will, you're I will wrong. I tip them to miss the eight, yes. I think you are wrong. I feel like that club is... We've been buying too much into their mediocre success, and I think that they're probably in a lot of trouble underneath it all. And I can see the bottom just falling out of them at some point. It's not going to fall and out next year. The next and year. And they're stocked with... Players are just leaving too quickly. And once, once they stop being a good team and they go to being an okay team, I think it'll all just collapse. And I can see that happening, and this is not going to good There are going to be some players that stay long term, and once you have that foundation, it's a lot easier to maintain consistency with your list management than it is when you've just got rising star after rising star coming through. And they're still going to have rising star after rising star coming through. They've got four picks in the top 25. Two of them are practically top 10 picks. That's a good hand. They've got a future first-round pick as well as their own. They're still loaded from a draft they capital lost one of position. for nothing. He's like, he came eighth in their best and fairest. He's a good player. He's fine. He was behind Josh Kelly, who played like 14 games. Oh, no. I just, I I very much disagree. I think both of those clubs had a very poor one. It's not doom and gloom. But anyway, speaking of uh, big losses, let's talk about the top five traded players. How about that for a segue, Scott? <laughs> you put a negative twist on a positive segment. I don't know how you Well, for five different clubs, it was a loss. <laughs> oh, I'm just having a look at yours. I'm not, I'm not going to be too happy. Yeah, there's a little bit of trolling in here. <laughs> I normally start, don't I? So, uh, yeah, let's, you take it away. Do we want to explain what a top five is, or do you think our listeners will understand? Oh, okay, what a top five in general is. Yeah, it's a list of five things in order that we are ranking. 
take it away, Scott. A specific category. Yeah. No. See, which, I, I which left is something the out best there. Trade <laughs> players. That that's what it best traded players. Uh, I'm starting with an honourable mention. I'm, I, I just don't know how I didn't get him in, but I've got Lockie Neal as an honourable mention. You've got Lockie Neal as an honourable mention. Mate, the I, man who has had the most disposals out of any player over the last four years in the I home know. and away season. No, the man that has one in 12 of Freo's possessions over the last two years. The man that has elite clearances, elite okay, contested okay, possessions, okay. elite hardball gets. Okay, can I, can I say something here? There, there's a lot of people who would think that it is a criticism to say... You, like, a lot of people underrate Lockie Neal. They haven't seen enough Lockie Neal. They don't watch enough Freo. And you can criticise them saying you haven't watched enough of them. You're saying, you've watched, you're saying you've watched too much and I you've nitpicked him? Frio. He is a very, very, very good player. He has some very big flaws. He's not particularly silky. He's not particularly damaging. He just he gets the ball and he's tough and he's in and under and he finds the ball. He's not particularly creative. He doesn't give you that much. And the players who I have in the top five are far more creative footballers. That, that's, he, he has some big flaws. He's great at what he does, but he's not a perfect footballer. Yeah. Far from it. He's an ugly footballer. My, my honourable mention... Uh, Stephen May. Uh, I'll, I'll admit he's a reasonably good player. Oh, he's a very good but player. But he's, he's never played more than 17 games a season. He's injury prone and he's suspension prone. He is the modern day Jared Waite. And I just think that counts oh, against on. him. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> Jared Waite was an absolute champion, Scott. I don't know what we're talking about. Well, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you here. I've got him at five. Uh, so we can continue talking about him. Mate, he is such a great addition. He is the exact perfect player which we needed. And that he, doesn't change how good he is, Scott. He's one of the best key defenders in the comp. He is. He'd be in the top handful. What's a handful? Six? Yeah. He might be the sixth know, best five, key six. defender. Five is what we're getting from Kurt. He'd be, he'd be pushing the top five. He would be. He's a very good, good get. He's my number five. Who's yours, you idiot? Uh, yeah, so I've... Um, yeah, definitely a little bias here. But Jared Pollock, obviously. Uh, just beats out Jasper Pittard, Aaron Hall, and Dom Tyson. Um, but he, speaking of people that are elite in these positions, this man's a top three wingman in the competition and just an elite user, elite only, runner. There are only three genuine wingmen in the competition. Yeah, possibly. Fair, <laughs> <laughs> so I assume you've got Gaff a bit high. Oh, no, wait, he didn't get traded. Sorry, sorry. I just, I keep forgetting. It's just, I got to the point I just assumed it was going to happen. So I keep forgetting. Couple, he's, couple he's of things. Oh, couple right. of things. You're an arsehole. <laughs> and I thought you were going to say that gag for number one or number three, but uh, you didn't, so you've used it. Well. I don't think you can. <laughs> It'll get a bit uh, stale. Okay, my four, I've got Sheila at number four. Uh, Way don't, too high. Don't, don't punch me in the face. <laughs> he's a very good player. If you're talking about creativity, he's got it. No, he's no. got it. He's in and he gets it. Have, back you, on the so, okay, have you watched enough Dylan Shield? I've watched plenty of Dylan Shield. He yes. just hoofs the ball. Or he blazes away. You're focusing on his weaknesses. He's not. He's you not focus on Lockie Neal's weaknesses Patrick and Lockie. Dangerfield isn't a good kick of the. Lockie Neal's strengths they're, they're are similar. Lockie's Neal's strengths are bigger than Dylan Shields, and his weaknesses no, I, are more less mitigated because of his role. I think you can more find mitigated. more players who can play Neal's role to a pretty good level. You can't find. You can't play the way Shield plays. He's got something special which other players just don't have. He, he's, a, he's a special talent. I'm sorry. I look for substance when I look at footballers, and you just look for flash. He's, he's That's got fine. A lot of similarities to a danger field, and the fact that he's so dynamic, he's quick, he's tough. He gets it on the inside. He brings it to the outside. He's not a great kicker. The you know who he reminds yes, me he of? Selfish. I had an Aaron Hall that can't kick. Is he your number four? Is that where you're going with that? No, he's number one. We'll get to. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your four? Uh, I've gone Hogan. Oh yeah. 
okay. Uh, yeah, very good well, football. Yeah, I've got him at three. So not quite, not quite an elite forward. Um, just not a great contested mark, but good lead up forward. Product of Melbourne system last few years, but hopefully it free you uh, show something. Product of Melbourne system. <laughs> he, he has genuine superstar talent. And if he can get both injuries and his head right, he could be an abs- he could go down as a champion. Hopefully, a, a genuine champion. Hopefully, yeah. the support network is. I'm going to completely change my tune with <laughs> Tim Kelly here. Hopefully, the support network back in uh, Perth allows him to fully re- realize his potential because it'd be great to see it not at Melbourne. Yeah, I was going to say you should you should start rating him now. I actually we, we, we I, should be flipping, but yeah. I, I just I, I love him yeah. too much. Also, he went to Freo, which is another club you adore, which. Yeah, I don't Hurts. know how that's going to go. It's going to be weird. I don't know if I'll be bitter or happy. I, I don't know how I'm going to take that. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, he's, he's my number three. My three was Tom Lynch. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I've got Tom Lynch as number one. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's had one good year. His contested markings also created alongside Hogan's. And uh, he's very injury prone. So I think that factors into it. But he is a little bit better than Hogan because I like his game style. Is more what I idealise for a key forward. To say he's had one good year is very, very harsh. He's had one absolutely brilliant year. He's kicked he's 60 goals once. Pretty good years. He, like, he's been a very, very good player for a while. And he's been in a team that doesn't get inside 50s. Like, he doesn't That's get fair. any delivery. Although the, in the Richmond forward line, he could be unbelievable. That's very true. And there is massive amounts of upside there. But as I said... His contested marking, which doesn't rely on other people, has dropped off massively. It's halved since his good year. Yeah, that's fair. And in, his, in that year, though, God, he... he yeah, he clunked everything. Everywhere. And he can, if he can get that again, back, man. it's ridiculously scary, and I won't ever speak to Kurt Pooch again. But I don't, think he, I don't necessarily think he can, and he has injury after injury. Was he just sort of giving up on the Gold Coast and saying, I need to go in for surgery? Possibly. I wouldn't put that past him. Because he definitely gave up on the Gold Coast, but if it could just be his injury prone, and I don't think we can go too hard by judging him on that. He's a gun, mate. He's an absolute gun. I've got him as the third best player traded. I don't necessarily think otherwise. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my number two of I've, I've got Beams at number two, and you've got him at number one, which is interesting. So you don't uh, have Polek in your top five. <laughs> now, of course, I don't have Polek in my top five, mate. You said Collingwood had a bad trade period. And they acquired who you think is the best player. Yeah, I got. I have Neil too. To have too. Beams, there, there are some unbelievably good players who got traded this year. To have Beams as number one, that is extremely positive. And you still think Collingwood had a poor trade period? So they got Neil. I've got Neil too. Let's clarify that. And Beams at one. Yeah, he's the best player right now, but he's also not going to last like two more years. Like he's twenty nine, about to be thirty. Is he? He's yeah, that he's that old. He's no, he's yeah. he was drafted the same year as Sidebottom. He's old. He's absolutely, he's absolutely not going to be around for the long term. Yes, he didn't. He didn't address Collingwood's needs. Like there's logic consistency here. He's the best player, but he's not a good value long term trade. He could easily. Well, not that Collingwood good at, to a premiership. Yeah, he could. That make yeah, it worthwhile. But if they don't, he's not worth it. He's your number one. <laughs> if they if he doesn't if they don't win a premiership that trade's not worth it. It's not like the Buddy Franklin deal. Oh, There's not the long term scope. I mean that could be like if they finish second another couple of times like that that'd be hard. They just fall fall short. But he's a good get for them where their list is at. He, yeah. he will improve them a lot. 
Anyway. Anyway, let's move back on to the clubs. It's We've been a far more controversial thirty minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, this is definitely the better of the two pods so far. <laughs> Next up, we got Hawthorne. Begrudgingly, I think they did pretty well. They brought in Jack Scrimshaw, Tom Scully, Chad Wingard, and a future third. They lost Burton, Duray, pick 15, 35, and a future third, fourth, and another future fourth, which I don't know how that makes sense because they only started with one. You've let your bias take over again, haven't you? You've, you've Not said, my bias. Oh, unfortunately, they've done well, and you've only given them a six. Yeah, that's above a average. six, mate. I've given them a nine. So the Tom Scully deal is highway robbery, but Absolutely they lost. They, they overpassed. That's, the, that's the best deal I've ever seen. Routine. Like that is, I don't that know. Is the most North gave up pick 69 for Paul Ahern, which is good on two levels. It's both funny and a really good deal. That, that potential, we don't know yet, but that potentially happens. Had 37 touches in his uh, eighth ever game. You know he's a gun. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but there, there's, like, there's robbery. as much as you say Ahern's potential, there's, you don't know if Scully's going to be able to make it back. I believe he will because they gave him a four-year deal, and I don't think you can give someone a four-year deal unless you think they're coming back. But God, that sucked. That trade sucks. I actually nearly like murdered somebody when I read that. Like there was going to be a TV screen broken. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was genuinely angry as well. The problem is though, they overpaid for Wingard. There's no two ways about it. Ryan Burton is a very good talent, and pick 15 and 35 on top of that. Burton. Like no, he like he was he was actually poor. Yeah, he had a bad year. I would know. He was in my fantasy team for the vast majority of the year. Yeah, and we all know I stats is the only thing that matter, right, Scott? He didn't. I watched, that, that's, I watched that's, him closely because I watched his games, and he was bad. He wasn't involved. He's meant to be a good kick. I never really saw that weapon mm. being used. He really seemed to hit a wall, and obviously it could be a second year thing, all of that. But well, I, like, I can understand them being like, oh, look, let's get Wingard in. Yeah. Oh. I'd, I'd be happy to give him up for Wingard. But uh, look, they might have overpaid slightly, but I think as. I don't know. I just can't, I keep looking at people's trade periods as a net. And overall, to bring in Wingard. And Scully, that's massive for Hawthorne. Yeah, and I've, I agree. I've gone from thinking Hawthorne will drop off dramatically to thinking they'll be a pretty good team next year. I'm not ready to go there yet until I see Scully healthy. I, I think there could be a yeah, delay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. There's that, 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 a wait and see on that, but it was it was a free hit. So I, I don't think Chad Wingard's enough to keep them at the level they were at this year. I think he they need best make a massive. I know, but I think yeah. they need both. Yeah. We've seen club bring clubs bring in players and then play really well, and the rest of the club drop off. I could see that happening with Hawthorne because they are so old. But Jack Scrimshaw, I don't think is much at all. That's yeah. the other one. Yeah, potentially. I certainly don't have any massive opinions on Scrimshaw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to the moment everybody's been waiting for. Mm. It's time for our Melbourne analysis. <laughs> Come on, what are yeah. We yeah, out front. Yes, Bring I am. Uh, in Stephen May, who's not even a top five key defender. Or top five trade target. Cade <laughs> uh, Collar-Jasney with the most complicated name in the world to write. Uh, Braden Proust and pick 23, 28 and 62. Out Dean Kent, Dom Tyson, Jesse Hogan. And you didn't lose pick six, but a bunch of other picks. Uh, and I just have a quick comment. I'm reading these off the AFL.com uh, trade wrap and yeah. it's nonsensical. <laughs> you apparently <laughs> lost pick six and Jesse Hogan. You literally had pick six for about 30 According seconds. to this, you gave up Jesse Hogan and pick six for Stephen May. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And they've also put up an inf- infographic that's labelled the two destination clubs of this trade <laughs> period as uh, as Gold Coast and North <laughs> Melbourne. 
I'm pretty biased, but I'm not that biased. Two teams criticised for not being Destination Club. That actually is really Just wait till we get to St Kilda and I unleash my holy hell on them, just quietly on that topic. Just as another amusing aside, I've got to the point now, I messaged about college asne enough during the trip. It auto-corrects to it. I do have it come up putting K-O-L-O. And it just comes up. It's a dream. It's an absolute dream. It's been like three days. <laughs> no, we knew we were getting him. Yeah, it's I've true. I've about him a few times. Lewis kept asking me. My brother kept asking me what he's like, so I had to mention him a few times. You didn't even know what he was like. I've had multiple conversations with you where you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't watch him that much. I don't really know. No, like... I didn't say that. I said I'm not sure about it's like, him. I have watched It's him. like, oh, I didn't realise he finished that high in their best and fairest. <laughs> I've never watched him before. We're, we're talking a lot of crap right now. But you've given us gaff out of 10. Yep. How just, just explain how you possibly could have done that? Well, you lost the best player. A three on your, is very, very. You lost the most. In, you lost the most important player on your list, as you've kept telling me. Yeah, Hogan. but we also addressed our three biggest needs. Okay, just because you've only got three needs doesn't make backup Ruckman a key need. <laughs> it's a bit, we had three gaping deficiencies in our list. We gave up where we had a surplus, which was a inside midfielders being Tyson B arguably key forward. I disagree with that. I don't think we did, but that's how we've seen it. We gave up where we had surplus and we brought in three things to address our needs. I love the way we've gone about it. Backup rock, outside mid, excellent key defender. Um, the way we actually went about it, I loved. I've only given us a six out of ten. I think in the end I was satisfied. The Hogan loss matters. Yeah, and it matters for me. Like, I think he's a star. I'm, I'm gutted. I'm absolutely gutted that we've lost Hogan, but we managed to get something out of it. I'm looking at it now and thinking, overall, I'm sort of I'm just satisfied. So yeah, you lost the Tyson deal, obviously, because Proust just isn't going to play. Probably just yeah. We probably like, just un- play, so. it's insurance. Play, we'll play some games. Yeah, but it's insurance and nothing else really. Good insurance though. Yeah, solid insurance. insurance. <laughs> I, to me, it makes my takeaways. You think you're so close to a premiership, you don't want to give up this year if Max goes down. That's how I look at that trade for you. Is that a fair assessment? Wait, say that again? I think you guys, Melbourne as a club, think they're so close to a premiership that you want to make sure you've got an adequate replacement if Max goes down because you don't want to waste the year. Would you say that that's unfair? Yes. <laughs> you don't have a key forward hey, anymore. Hey, if we weren't <laughs> trying to build a list for a premiership now, I'd be very, very disappointed. That's but fair. But I, th- I think we should make should be hoping to win a premiership. I, I agree, so but I think... we should be doing it. I think you we'll get there looking at right like this year and it's like it's a confidence. And to be pretty honest, I like that. But you gave up Dom Tyson, who is better than Bruce. He is and yeah, pick sixty I, I, I on agree. I agree. I pick was a bit six, disappointed with that trade. Pick sixty on the end is nothing. College Asney is a massive question mark. He's had massive concussion issues and he just hasn't been good for a few years. And Stephen May is significantly older than Jesse Hogan, and while he does feel a need, you create one on the other end of the ground by doing so. So that's why I gave you a three out of ten. You don't believe that. I know you don't believe that. No, I 100% believe <laughs> you, you that. You are genuinely just trying to troll. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, let's move on to... I'll keep control, I'll keep trolling you now. We're on to North Melbourne. Yep, so we brought in Aaron Hall, Jasper Pitta, Jared Pollock, Dom Tyson, and a bunch of late picks to pay for our academy kids. No, what about Andrew... Ga- oh, no, sorry. I, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. I just, I just thought that you got him. I, I just... Yeah, all right, move on, move on. It's fine. 
I just I don't think this joke's funny. I'm, I'm really excited for people to be like, that it's joke fun, just it's wasn't funny. funny. It's funny when you see your face. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to translate well for you're a podcast. Just, As so a good. funny aside about Gaff, I watched so many Gaff highlight videos put up by the West Coast Eagles YouTube account that I'm now getting recommendations for the West Coast Eagles YouTube <laughs> account coughing up through my... Yeah, okay. I, I can see how that would happen. Which is um, not a situation. I don't really want to watch them celebrate their grand final win anymore. You've recommended me that video three different times youtube <laughs> that's enough uh but we lost ryan clark Braden Proust, pick 11 and a bunch of other picks in uh, swaps unfortunately we've given you the same rating we've both given you an eight out of ten it's been a weird thing over the trade period i thought i'd written nine but i guess not <laughs> <laughs> you're not changing that. over the trade what? period i've actually largely been trying to convince you that north melbourne did well it's been a, it's been a weird thing yeah, I was really shattered about Gaff. Like, let's get to the point where we actually talk about it. It just <laughs> sucked. I thought we had him. And yeah, you asked at the start of the last pod what happened when the news broke. I was at a family um, family lunch and we were moving at my cousin's house. And I'm it was just like, we're, we're all North supporters. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, at least you have a lot of friends who you know were supportive and didn't give you shit about it. At least, at least you have that. Okay, but three of the four people we've had on this podcast as a guest are nearly murdered. <laughs> nearly uh, we, murdered. We've had a lot of fun. Maybe. I actually came close to murdering Stringer. Charlie Hay pushed the boundary line, and you, you, were, you were surprisingly the best because I feel like you have a right to give me shit about it. Yeah. Like I've, I've joked so many times about Gaff Kelly, Polek, Holek. I feel like I deserve it from I, you, I, but the I, others... I, I gave you just, like, underhand jabs without getting too, like, personal about it. Like, I just kept just jabbing you with little stuff without getting going too far. Yeah, Stringer started sending me um, medical definitions of delusional... <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone thought you were going to get in. But anyway, apart from that, you did do quite well. Uh, I, I, I Look, I've talked to you about this enough before. I think Pollock is an excellent game. He's, 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 a, he's a poor man's gaff. But he's still yeah. a very, very good player. He's actually slightly different to Gaff as well. Gaff is more precise where Pollock is more about drive, I would say. Perhaps, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, when you look at it on the whole, we gave up so little for what we got. Like, Aaron Hall, Pittard, Dom Tyson, they're bit part players, but there's upside to each of them. You know I read Tyson as well. I don't know, but, like, they're, they're, they were very cheap, and but there's upside to all of them. Incredibly, Jasper Pittard was in the All-Australian squad two years ago. I don't think he's going to be any good. And I was quite disappointed where we got him, to be yeah, honest, because yeah. I, it, agree with you on that. I thought we'd get picks back, which we could turn into other players I thought would better suit that role. But he fills a need. Uh, Hall, I'm just infatuated with and love that man. But Jared Polley, we gave our first round pick, but we're still going to get the kid we would have taken with that pick anyway, because he's an academy kid in Taron Thomas. Mm. Like... There's very little downside for us for having given that pick away. And yep. yes, it was probably a bit too much on the whole for that trade. Like you look at pick 11 for Jared Pollock, it doesn't quite mm. uh, match up in your head. But when you consider we're going to get pick 13 through the academy or something like that, it's fine. Yeah. Look, I, I do, I very much think that you did well. I think, like, I, I don't, I'm not as hopeful as about Hall as you are, but you've got Yeah, no, I'll, I'll 100% like, admit it could be a that is upside. significant. Like, when I was, the medical definition I got for delusional, the only time I actually think that applies is how I think about Aaron <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. But, you know, you didn't give up anything for him, so there's no real major downside about it. And, like, no. Outside of that, I think you brought in, oh, Pittard I don't rate, but brought in some good. 
players. Yeah, and you did well. If Pittard doesn't work, it's not the end of the world. Porter paying half his salary, and we gave up nothing to get him. So, but yeah. you missed out on Gaff, so that's, that's what matters. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Anyway, that wraps up pod 30. Of the, uh, the... Part 2 of pod 29. <laughs> <laughs> no, pod 30. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again very shortly. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening.